This call is now being recorded. Hey, Sung Ray. Hey, something else. How are you? What you been uh, on the Twitter streets talking about and dealing with? Okay, so let's start with maybe yesterday because shout out to Carolyn Hines because she was expressing all the angst. Dare I say anger? <laughs> I'm still exploring it <laughs> when she expressed the unhappiness. Let's go with that. The unhappiness um, that I know I was feeling when I heard two pieces of news. One, Netflix is doing an Americanized version of Crash Landing on You. Mm-hmm. Two, the CW of all networks is doing a or an Americanized version of W um, Two Worlds. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but they're mm-hmm. going to rename it Angel City, and there are some changes so far that they're making to it. Um, and I have issues with both of them um, <laughs> for different, slightly different reasons, but I had to kind of dig a little bit to figure out why I felt some kind of way because I was feeling a little bit petty, a little bit snobbish, um, and then a little bit concerned. So I I know you've heard about it. What did you think about the news? Um, to be honest, not interested, not happy with this, and need, think they need to try something else. This is not what they <laughs> need to do. But we'll dig into why I feel that way. But just overall, you know, I'm not feeling it. Right. I mean, because, you know, I've been talking about doing some kind of Boys Over Flowers, Americanized version forever. But this feels different to me, um, I think because in my head, and I, I think I expressed this on Twitter also, I, with the exception of Boys Over Flowers and even with Boys Over Flowers, what I was expecting was America to adhere to the Korean and Japanese format of storytelling, as in 16, well, Japanese, they can be 10 or 12, right? But like a limited series, one-time season, expressing a story. I just wanted us to compete with all the other versions of Boys Over Flowers. And to be very, very clear, it's not like this is the first time that countries have copied each other's shows because the good doctor I think was originally Korean uh-huh. um I have it somewhere in my notes I yes tried that it. was produced by Daniel Day Kim and it was a right. Korean show that was remade right. for American audiences exactly and it's like it got I think I just didn't want to express angst without kind of figuring out where it was coming from and I, I was like okay who's the boss um, either came from America I mean, and went to uh, the UK or the other way around. Even Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son was not unique to America. It came from the UK originally. I forget what it was called, but it was called something else. So we're used to that kind of copying. But then I think what um, I started to parcel out a bit was that I was a little bit disappointed 
because we talk about all this globalization and there are plenty of places where globalization is not helping the American economy necessarily, is not as wonderful as, you know, it's reported to be or purported to be, if I'm using the right term. Um, there are plenty of places where America is not as competitive <laughs> as we should be. So maybe we need to like, stop being as lazy or resting on our laurels or, or resting on past success. But when it came to something like this, ignoring boys over flowers, right? I was just like, you mean we can't just read subtitles? I mean, like we can't be on subs if we, or at least be on dubs, okay? Like, dang, we can't, <laughs> we gotta go and completely spend what we, we know now to be millions to remake something in an Americanized image, and let's keep it real, a white image. Because and it's I not- I think one of the problems, like even just as you're speaking, I, I'm jumping in and I apologize, so don't lose your thought. But it's no, like, no, I'm dude. thinking about, as I was reading articles, one of them spoke about HBO is in the process of remaking Parasite for television. And I'm going, what? Parasite won an Academy Award, which meant it was America, Americans watched. Americans watched enough that it won one of our awards. So now if that's the case, please tell me, why are you remaking it for television? Like, what the hell are we doing? What's the point of that? And see, the, here's my thing. On one hand, Parasite was so freaking good. It was, as is, like, though, to, as is. It, right, right, is, 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 not was, is, because it's not even like two years old, right? Uh-huh. And I would be excited about it but one of the points I was going to make, and I guess I'll make it this way, American casting is for trash. Let's keep it a, let's keep it a buck. Like it is the way we worry about Korean drama endings is the way I worry about both America, American television endings, <laughs> you know, rest in peace, Game of Thrones, that was complete trash at the final season and the final episode. But also American casting is awful sometimes. And they will mess up a show that they don't even need to mess up. And what was my example? Um, I, oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, <laughs> so I noticed you're going to be like, shit, Fifty Shades of Grey is your example? <laughs> it is because it was a standard soft porn book. It was not, I mean, it was new for the soccer moms who were reading it, but it wasn't really that new. It was trite. It was like basic, right? Mm-hmm. All you had to do was get a Henry Cavill, get yourself a halfway decent woman, which they did. They found Melanie Griffith's daughter you know, it, it got to be a breakout role for her, but they had no chemistry whatsoever. And dude, I forget whose name, who played um, Christian Gray, he walked in, wanted to walk out. He didn't really want the job. So I'm oh, like, wow. spend, right. I don't spend millions on a movie, a trilogy that is dependent on good casting, right? So that they have chemistry. And can you can you show something for real? Because they just Disney-fied the hell out of it. Like American drum, American television sometimes will ruin 
a good show with like poor casting. And speaking of poor casting, CW, trash. It's like 50-50 that would be good because Batgirl, how many Batgirls have they had because of poor casting? They got that Ruby Rose chick who could not hang. I don't know what the story, the official story was, but she could not hang. She could not act. She was not prepared. CW, one second will be brilliant, next moment be looking broke down and like B-level film type TV show. Like, where are you coming from? That girl from beginning to end was trash. And, and now you, you have the nerve. You have the audacity to want to take <laughs> one of the, Come on, come on. And to be honest, just just Mm -hmm. keeping it 100, the majority of the CW shows are skewed for young young folks. It's a younger audience. And so with that, I am going, hmm, so you're going to take this show that was designed for, you know, let's let's just say your early 20s to mid 30s range is who their target audience is. Of course, it reaches way more than that. But let's just say that was your target audience. You're going to skew it down redo it and rename it and lord i can't right. to imagine because as you stated the cw they could start off golden like i can't remember what that show was but it was a show about um you know like uh professor x and his crew type of like mutants it was a mutant show it started off okay. good but then i don't know what the hell happened and it just psh, died because sometimes you're so enamored with the uh, initial concept that they don't know how to like flesh it out. Is that Correct. what's going on with them? Right, right, right. Because CW, okay, let's talk about the CW. Let me just take you back in time because I can't with the CW. See, because it's like they will dream up a, a big dream and I'll get all invested. I'll be like, oh, okay, they're about to do like a prequel of uh, Superman or whatever. And then all of a sudden, and I'm not saying that show was bad, but it was like go left in a hurry with CW. So here's my beef with CW. And here's my beef pulling it all the way back with some, with this old school way that they're moving when they should be moving a more culturally aware and more, um, you know, global way they're going to americanize these shows mm-hmm. for the cw the way you're talking about skewing young they're not just skewing young they're skewing young white america okay they're not just skewing like i'm going to bring race into it i'm taking it all the way let's, Y'all, let's I don't go there because i think right. it needs to be just keep it real and keep it 100 I, you know me you what's ain't the, keeping it real right <laughs> <laughs> So, so here's what it is with the CW. Once upon a time, boys and girls, there was UPN and there was WB. Mm-hmm. And they had black shows like Girlfriends and The Game. And what had happened was that they took the cream of the crop and they pushed it onto CW and pretended that they were going to keep those shows, but they gentrified the hell out of the network. So they use those shows to get those numbers up and then they dump those black shows and replace them with shows that young white kids would enjoy. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. So basically they did a bring it on, if you will. Mm-hmm. They stole, <laughs> they took that audience, they took the money that came from those black audiences, then they didn't keep those black shows. So that's the CW. 
right? And that's fine. Like, I mean, it's not fine, but it's like, that's business, that's America, that's how things happen. I'm sure it happens all over the world, somehow, some way. They are not unique. Fine, because Fox did it too, right? We just have a long history of this stuff going down. But then I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, so you're not only taking the show that you could just dub, like just at a bare, basic, lazy level, you can just dub that show and then move it on. But no, they're going to change the name to Angel City. Then they want to change. Of course, they're going to have, you know, white folks in the roads. I can bet. I mean, the reason I'm going to tell you that I, I kind of agree, though, is like in our pre-Squid Game life and me first realizing, oh, crap, uh, Netflix is dubbing shows. I turned on a show and I guess they assumed because I was an American, oh, let's go ahead and give her the dub version. I'm like, the hell is this? So I started watching the drama, but I was pissed the whole time because I'm going, who the hell are these people? That's not what he sounds like. That's not what she sounds like. What is this? And they weren't, if, let me just say this, if they were Asian men and women doing these roles, I was shocked. I would be shocked is all I'm going to tell you. I would be shocked because it just didn't sound authentic is all I'm going to say. It didn't sound authentic. And that bothered me. So it took me fumbling and playing with settings for the longest. I think I got to like episode four before I finally figured out how to get it back to subtitles because I was ticked off listening to the dub. So I personally am not a fan of dubbing. However, it's been happening and it's been going on. So why can't you all just invest in great dubbing and dub the shows and let people watch as as they are? Give them the background right. because see, that's what Netflix fails at. Netflix subtitles fail, freaking fracking fail, fucking fail. I just got to put it out there, dropping that bombs because they don't give you context to what's going on. Vicky, right. not like Vicky. all of their horrible, take their time with they subbing the way they do it. We could complain for days about Vicky. We love them still though. That ugly, it's like that cousin that disturbs and bothers you with their ugly behavior, but you still deal with them because it's your cousin and you love them. <laughs> we love Vicky, even though they be doing some mess, but they give you context behind what's happening because they realize all things are not universal and the whole world doesn't quite understand. Right. I guess the concept of, you know, me saying to you, oh no, I don't, I don't want to buy you a pair of shoes. Why? Why wouldn't you want a pair of shoes? If he's buying you shoes, you should take the shoes. Well, there's reasoning behind that. And you have to learn that as you watch and you learn about culture. That is what all of this remaking is going to do. It wipes all of that away. So you still have no reason to invest yourself in learning about anybody else or anything else because it's all going to be now back-centered and facing and looking at you. Because I'm right. sorry, but we're going to skew on over real fast to this Koi remake. Koi? Yes. Crash Lanier, you, yes. My problem with that is, where in the fuck is North and South Korea going to be? What, what, where no, are we using I got, for that? I, I got you. I okay, got you. come on. I got come you. on. Because, because I was like, <laughs> what y'all going to do? Put him in a militia cult? Like, how you going to make this work? Girl, I'm telling you, somebody has already said it's going to be a Mexican woman and a white man. They're I got use you. Mexico and uh, Texas. I think they I think they're gonna use Cuba girl. Oh Jesus, okay. But see, but see, here's the thing though. Are they ready for is is the American audience ready for um an interracial uh romance between a white woman and uh, a communist 
Cuban soldier? Are they ready for that? I'm ready for it. Because if he looked like him then, I go for it. Like, I don't care. I look at him. I look at his Hispanic man, okay? I don't, I don't give a damn, okay? But is an American audience ready for a communist Cuban soldier who is conservative? Because dude was not like some liberal wonder. He no, was he wasn't. Are they ready for that? We... That's why at first I was like, what, what's she going to do? Like float over a militia compound and get caught up? Like, I was like, where could she go? Where could she go? And, and mind you, she can't float forever. So she has to already be in Key West. Girl, I, I went and looked it up. It's 90 miles from Key West yeah, to Cuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, how are they going to make this work? And that's even a stretch. But, I was but like, still, I, I, it makes better sense then because again, you have to do some digging for this. This can't just be, it can't just be some crazy, oh, she was in the Rocky Mountains and he was in a cult in the hills. Like, right. it, it can't be something like right. that. Right. Right. <laughs> They're not thinking about these things. Why didn't they call us? We could have told them. I could have been like, this is what you need to do. Uh, they really could have. We have been telling right. them we will help them for, for years now. <laughs> And, 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 that brings, and that brings me to another point. It reminded me of the fact that we are the invisible audience. We and are. We're invisible on both sides. Damn, we're invisible. I mean, but see, on one side, I knew we would be invisible to the Korean media or, you know, Korean television producers I, and film producers. I knew this because... They're not looking. I mean, it's not even like a race thing at all, but just like right. the we are not the, their target. We're not their target. So so fine and dandy. I don't mind that. But we're also invisible <laughs> to the American audience because when they make these things, they're not making it for us. They're they're it's not some general American audience. No, come on now. Like I'm half Nigerian. I know how other countries look at us. I mean, whether you watch television or pay attention culturally to other, you know, to how other countries move, when they think about American, they think about white people. Right. So that's what they're making. That's why they're going to change all this stuff up when they don't actually have to. And the sad part, because one of the things I was uh, sharing with something else, we had kind of riffed about this on Friday, I think. But one of the things I was sharing with her was it really kind of disturbs me because even in the sense of this, like you mentioned us being uh, invisible, uh, unnoticeable on both sides, is also the whole Korean drama watching community. There's a community right. of us and we have been helping right. push the numbers. We have been helping make sure shows get American and international watching, whatever, whatever. And not just saying, you know, like us as a Black girl show, but I'm saying all of the people who are Korean drama watchers who've been doing this for some time, even if it was just from when uh, COVID started. Even still, we are the people who've been doing this all along. So Squid Game comes around, which is great. I'm glad it got noticed. I'm glad they got the press. I'm glad for all of that. But then behind it, now here comes the repercussions of you're going to miss the people who already enjoyed these things and who already were participating in these things as you go and do your, I just have to, like you said, call it what it is, your whitewashing of the situations now. Because you're going to want to remake it for who you think is going to be interested in watching it because Oh, it was such a great show over there. We're going to do it here too. 
it was a great show as is. And if people would just learn to right. step out of their boundaries and see things aside from themselves, because I'm um, thinking America is real great at that. We make things very comfortable here and we don't show, like even news, world news, we don't see everything that's going on in the world. We see what they want us mm-hmm. to see. We Please. see what you want to show us. So we're, we're aware of that because as the internet widened up and opened up and people started talking to people from other places, seeing things from other places, we have now all, who those who choose to be knowledgeable, have now all become knowledgeable enough to realize there's a whole lot going on in the world that we may not all be able to see and be exposed to, but then I feel like it's unfair for the media to continue to, the entertainment media, to continue to press this and push this one agenda without being mindful of how wide the world is and what's going on around it. Right, right. It's like, it's promise of diversity and then they turn around and they go, oh, no, 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 no. Because they can't, we see the brilliance, but we, we can't, we can't. We're going to have to blend the hell up with this stuff so that American audiences can taste it. it American audience can't handle East Asian flavors. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Like, what the hell? You know how good food is? <laughs> can you? So here's my thing. I think that's the crux of it for me, just like a disappointment because of how globalization is presenting itself. It's like, instead of it being the opportunity to embrace other cultures, they've like commodified it in such a way as to bastardize shows that are pretty much, I mean, at least in the case of Crash Landing on just two years old. Like it ain't old at all right it's not like it's 10 years old and someone was like hey that would be a good idea no no that didn't happen at all also some of it for me and i'm i'm going to speak for you we are not gatekeepers Mm-mm. to this thing everyone is welcome however you gotta do it like we said if you can't do it on studs do it on does like whatever you need to do we are not arbiters for this Right, just because we've been in the game and we've been watching this for years does not mean that we know it all, have the best point of view, understand every aspect. That's why we go listening and we fan out and geek out over other podcasters and other people who talk about this thing because we're learning too. But I feel a little bit like if we got jumped in by <laughs> so they got to get jumped in too. <laughs> then someone need to get jumped in America too. <laughs> Instead of getting those hits and those drive-bys, all I'm asking for is that you do those subs and that maybe you, you know, deep dive across a couple of platforms to get new episodes the way that we had to do. Where it was like, you watch two episodes on mysuchu.com, then you watch the other three on, <laughs> you know, on Drama Cool. Then you watch the final five on Vicky because they finally caught up and here's the real people don't even need to do that all I'm saying is you mean to tell me y'all just can't prime time and I mean prime time level on CW so you all can't just play W2 Worlds exactly on on Dubs like because he cute and she cute Mm -hmm. and it's quality it is quality thank you that would be the other thing. If the shows were substandard to what we are used to seeing, if they were substandard, 
I could understand you going, okay, well, we're going to remake it because, you know, this is the level of what we put out and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. These are high quality shows. These are not shows yeah. that make you go, huh? What's that? Why are they doing that? Why she got that on? No, they're, they're, they're not these shows. Right. So that's why I'm like, it don't make no sense. It doesn't. It don't make no sense. Like, how she gonna float? Where she gonna float to go? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so that's one question. Then Angel City, aka W2 Worlds, the Americanized version. So then they're also, instead of having a male, they're gonna have a female lead and a female lead. It's gonna be a lesbian relationship. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, America, do something different. Okay. If that's what you want to do, do it. That's why I don't have a problem with it. And I have a solution. So this is my great idea because I don't trust America to make these right. Even the Americanized version. Let Korea make the American versions of these shows and put them on Netflix and CW. Because and just have American consultants. Because I need for it to be done right. Here's what I am <laughs> gonna say that kind of makes me kind of go, hmm, don't know 100 percent about crash landing on you, Chloe. The reason I'm going, I got to kind of see, is because CJENM, which is the company that produced it in Korea, well, Studio Dragon is a producer, but CJENM is like a portion of this, and they have a channel in South Korea. They are working with Netflix to produce this. So that makes me go, oh, I wonder okay. exactly, like, how is this going? Like, I kind of want to see it, just to, to have a a full opinion. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. See, I have more faith in Netflix than I do in CW. So I do too, if sorry. Netflix, right, right. So if Netflix can make it right, it's not Netflix USA just basically getting the rights to it and then like coming up with some trash and just like putting some white folks in it. Because there's a, there's a pro and a con. They need to really be 50-50 on this deal because we, as we well know, if the Koreans do the casting, they're going to have some Germans who speak bad English, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So they, so they need uh, American consultants, but the Americans need to like pay attention to things like context Again, because yes. they, they really need to figure out where the hell she's pulling from. I mean, seriously. They really need to. And they need to have that real dynamic because she was risking her life being across, mm -hmm. you know, geographically. To be with this man, right. Right. Like how everything went down. So, mm, yeah, my best bet is Cuba. My best bet. So I don't, I don't have nothing else. Yeah. I have nothing else. Because I'm going to say mm -hmm. I agree with you on totality that I am more interested i think in what netflix and cjnm can come together and put together than i am in what the cw doing its us adaptation where they've already changed the name already i believe they're looking at you know kind of skewing it down like ah right 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 everything can't be bring it on mm -mm. everything can't be we just don't take it and have like young white cheerleaders doing the same steps it can't be like that <laughs> like, 
And it's no disrespect. Oh. There's so many shows. There are so many quote unquote white shows that I deeply enjoy. Like I, and I watch all the time still. You know, I'll go watch a rerun in a heartbeat. But I'm like, if you're going to do it, do it right. Just like for real with Boys Over Flowers, in my head, in my dream of dreams, they're going to use my, my show treatment and my script, of course. And it was going to be diverse. And Shonda Rhimes was going to produce it. it I just because, <laughs> because I feel that Shonda is a type, you know, there, there are some folks who are like this, who will go and look at the new type of formatting. They're willing to, to do innovative things and think differently and move in new fashions. Shonda went from doing, you know, Scandal and all her other shows to doing, what, eight or 10 episodes for Netflix? Right. Like, she's willing to switch it up. So I'm like, a chick like her? Yeah, she could do 16 episodes and make it work and, and match that formatting and learn how, you know, the East Asians do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, okay, Boys Over Flowers, I could see her making that happen. I can see Ava DuVernay doing it too, but she's got a lot on her plate and respect the hustle. But, you know, this isn't as heavy as she's used to. It's Boys Over Flowers. It's like right. a reverse harem Cinderella type thing. <laughs> it's cute. So I'm, I'm actually surprised. Like, I, I, in a weird kind of way, I'm happy too that they did do Boys Over Flowers because I'd be peeved. I'd be super peeved. Um, and I wouldn't even care if she were white, like the lead were white, but I think it would just, I feel like if you're going to do an Americanized version of anything, you got to bring the Americanness, and that is diversity. I mean, theoretically speaking, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be nice, but you know. Right, right, right. But no, I think I think that was what it was. It was my angst was coming from a place of disappointment that, you know, they weren't trying to make American audiences push the envelope. Um, I did have a little bit of OG in me kind of going, what, you all too good to like to read? <laughs> you too good to like listen to sub, I mean to dubs. Um, so now on and the then I just I just didn't trust. I, I just didn't you. trust. <laughs> on the flip side, I'm just going to be a quick devil's advocate because okay. if we also take a look over um, in Korea, they're getting ready to do a Korean remake of Jane the Virgin, which is an American show. But that's different to me. Why? Ha-ha. <laughs> Explain because, why. Because, okay, because I feel that we took Jane the Virgin from Mexico anyway. I think it came from Mexico. There's some, like, that's why I said Boys Over Flowers. There are 15 different versions of Boys Over Flowers. I feel like if you, if it's a remake of a remake of a remake, like everybody's remaking it, then go on and throw yours in. Go on and do it. But if it's, especially since I could see, given the social mores in some ways, that they're making it work. I could see it. But let's say they were trying to redo, I don't know. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't have a problem with remaking. I just don't trust that America is going to completely do right <laughs> by 
some of the dramas that we know and love. But go on. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Because this is kind of where I wanted to go and what I wanted to kind of see your thoughts and how you felt about remakes. Because you're correct. Jane the Virgin came from Venezuela. It's a Venezuelan show. Oh, okay. Um, My bad. No, that's fine. It's a Venezuelan show. And I was, uh, I watched it, the whole series, all the different seasons. But (laughs) (laughs) I watched it and it was good. The American one, not the Venezuelan one. The American one, because by the time the Venezuelan one had come out or had ended, excuse me, the American one was out and a coworker introduced me to it. So I went on and I watched it. I loved it. It was really good. So just kind of interested in seeing, you know, like what was your take on that? And so hearing you say remakes of remakes don't bother you, but you know. Right, especially remakes that happen. It's completely subjective. And also I think some of it is the fact that like crash landing on you just, it's only two years It really is. Because Jane the Virgin, the original, the one in Venezuela ended in 2002. And I think the other... It's like five years out or something. Like it ended, what, four or five years ago? Yeah, but I'm trying to see when did they pick it up. Um, 2014. So they, they gave okay. plenty of time. They gave over to you. Right. And like, for example. That for was example, on CW too, while we're talking, but go ahead. <laughs> right. And then, right. But, but, and also like Ugly Betty. I think yes. Ugly Betty came from Mexico. Um, and that was remade. Not only was it remade by us in America, but I think there was another version of it that maybe it was Italian or something. I think I watched that too. And the reason I don't know is because I was watching subtitles, Jake, when I watched this thing. I don't remember. <laughs> it was some other country that came after and did uh, their own It was a telenovela and uh, it's not telling me where it came from hold on go ahead keep talking i apologize but yeah they did another one i want to say i was reading subtitles i want to say um i'm not completely sure but it was not american it wasn't like a, a second of that so um colombian but yeah it was a colombian okay. telenovela okay so that's what i'm saying i don't have a problem with remakes I have a problem with them okay so thank you it's helping me to narrow it down no no problem I have I I have a problem trusting that um okay so this is what it is crash landing on you because it's so new and so young but I kind of am willing to give Netflix a a shot because it's Netflix and they're going to be working in conjunction, right? The other problem is I don't trust CW. <laughs> okay. I don't trust CW. And I feel that CW skews things so much that they'll be so busy trying to cater that they won't pay attention to or respect story. Um, it's a great story. I understand why they wanted to take W2 Worlds and do it, but I almost want them to start like real simple like anything else super simple and then build up to it because like we were just talking about cw is hit or miss like right. one second they're great and then next thing you know it's like Ugh, background this looks even the set looks janky what is going on the acting the set 
you all have three different back girls in the space of like three or four years. What y'all doing? So um, I don't know. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. How about you? Um, no, I'm still over here doing a little research. So Ugly Betty was remade in Bos- or made by a Bosnian television station. So in Croatia, um, that was the one that came after the American version. Uh, Arabic mm-hmm. version has come. Um, right. And then Georgia, the country. And see, some of that is the story too. That is your classic ugly duckling Cinderella type story. Some of it translates with no problem. I think that's the difference too. Like these two, um, both Crash Landing on You and W2 Worlds are a little bit um, finicky. I say that because of the floating situation <laughs> for Crash Landing on You and because W2 Worlds, um, why was I going to say that? Why am I blanking? Oh, because even when with the Korean version, it was like, it was almost hit or miss with the Korean version, as far as I was concerned. I mean, I love the actors. I like the storyline. We're talking Chloe or W2 Worlds. W2 Worlds. Yeah, see, I never like, watched even, it. Wasn't interested. Oh, so okay. Even towards, that I was even like, towards eh. the end, right, even towards the end of W2 Worlds, Quality was there, actors were there, everything was there, but the story started to like skid, skid into a halt. So I don't know. And and okay, and another thing is this: Netflix may not have this problem, but CW certainly will. They don't know how to just do 16 episodes, drop a mic, and walk away from the drama. Right. They're gonna want to do multiple seasons. Yeah. How? How y'all gonna do that? Well, how are you gonna do that? With with the Hollywood imagination, I have to say. Mm. so cw I, I, I put my hand up. has crossed their their hands over into quite a lot because they're doing a spinoff of jane the version okay and Fine, i'm trying to figure out why right because they're they're going into sequel land they're going into remake land because the hollywood imagination is not enough what is it um, when black uh, when black girls cons- consider suicide when the rainbow ain't enough? Right. When Hollywood considers sequels because their imaginations are not enough. Girl. <laughs> that's that's how this is going down. That's why I'm like worried because I'm like, and and also, I was Game of Thrones like I was about to get a tattoo. I was Game of Thrones. I was lying for Game of Thrones. Okay, I was never going to get a tattoo. That is crazy. But I wrote for Game of Thrones, and the two showrunners final season messed up that season because um what's his name R. Martin or whatever J.R. Martin I forget um see I'm not 100 percent but I'm like 90 okay 90 Game of Thrones fan 90 percent he didn't write the final season maybe they went to him for notes but he hadn't written the book yet for the final season as the, you know, source material. So that final season was from their brains and that's dangerous. Okay. I don't trust that. If they start fiddling with storylines and and trying to remake it to, to do something Americanized, they're liable to mess it up. Yeah. So, so I don't trust y'all. I hear you. I hear I you because I'm trying to say, 
just looking, I'm going, it is a lot of, if you dig in now, mind you, you have to keep in mind, something else is our resident television person. Like she is all about stories. Why is she saying that? Oh, I'm just telling you because I don't look into this stuff. Like you will dig and look and find and I don't do that. So like I'm over here. I can't claim that. You can't. I can't claim that. Stop it, y'all. I'm I'm okay, y'all, but I'm I'm trying to example that. I'm sure. (laughs) But I mean, again, it for the two of us, you are our res- you are the resident. Just how you keep giving me music, it's only for the two of us. Like I'm sure there are other people out there who are on. Like I follow somebody on Insta and on a uh, Twitter who gives me musical recommendations on a regular basis because I like me and her have the same style. It seems and it's Aquasia. Yay! I love listening to the stuff she shares. So yes, <laughs> but that's all I'm saying is for us as of the resident film and industry expert that is you so like I'm sitting over here just in awe because I didn't even realize how many countries had already done versions of Jane the versions of Jane the Virgin and this year upcoming we got Spain and South Korea both putting out a remake that's what I'm saying so the show is already being remade then go for it like throw your hat in the ring like I'm not I'm not tripping off of those I'm tripping if you are going to remake it's some of it is purely about the story if you're going to and some of it's purely about the story and some of it is i don't trust it, some of these networks right if if you're going to remake like if someone's going to come out with cinderella i'm not fighting you on that have fun like <laughs> do it 500 we've seen times. it up, right like, we've seen it every which way so yes okay right i, I don't care you might as well even in the animal animal version right <laughs> do it but if you are going to um do crash landing on you <laughs> i i give i give because again like i said the only reason i'm even interested in it it might be a one tour just because i want to see how they take this where they're going with it but as far as me committing to watching the whole series i'm gonna tell you right now that's not in my spirit but at least to watch one two to just kind of see how did they start this what did they do how who they cast that kind of thing yeah i might watch first two Right. But wanting I to mean, see the whole story again, and not like, unless it is something that really intrigues me in the first two episodes. Right. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch because I'm lazy at the very least. Like, that's just how I ride. I'm going to be like, huh, what is, who's, who's going to play the band? Who's going to play him? Right. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> you know, and then see how, where she's flown from, how that works. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, y'all know, that's like my obsession. I'm like, no, seriously, like the, there's a lot of people who are obsessed with the where is she crashing from. Right. <laughs> and so, and and you know, there's so much to like about the show. I wouldn't say that it was like my top show ever. No. I would say that I enjoyed it. I I did. I enjoyed um, it very much. Right. And so it, I don't know. I mean, I just Anyway, I'm, I'm retreading now. So yeah, and I just I, feel like, you know, at the, the end of the day, <laughs> overall, it is a matter of taste. It is a matter of like, right. do you enjoy it? Don't you? But it's also why just for you guys, because I don't think you all, well, you do see, but it usually is with something else. Like we have an idea and we come up with it and run with it before our call today. I called our link. Uh, remakes are as American as American Pie. Why? Because really, truly, they are. That, that is what America does. It is kind of how we've come to be 
as a country, we have taken parts of other people's languages, parts of other people's history, not histories, but like their, uh, Jesus, I want to say judicial, but that's not it either. Their governments, parts of how their governments work. So like America is a melting pot and a mixture of a whole lot of different things. And so this is the same concept, but I'm just going to tell you right now, I am being snobbish. I don't like it. And I prefer that they not. <laughs> right. I, I, I'm in, in our conversation, I'm just changing how I think. Yeah. I'm in yeah. 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 You know, y'all know I'm emphatic, but I'm like, I'm not in my feelings around <laughs> initially. <laughs> now I'm just like, you know what, F it. Do whatever the hell y'all want to do. I don't want nothing, none of this stuff. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I, I think that it's just that, and like I said, to retrain it again, it, it's a little bit of disappointment because I want us to like kind of embrace what was created by the other culture. I agree. The All country. the nu- nuances and the ideas, right, the storylines. Right. Like, I agree. I feel like one of that, and that we've said this already, you guys, and so I apologize, but truly, that's one of the misfaults of America in this present state we're in is that we do not open our eyes to everything going on. And right. doing something like this is a way to completely, without lack of better word choices here, whitewash the whole situation so, you know right it is what so it is so anyway um maybe we are reflecting some of what you were thinking or maybe we're not and you're like you've got it completely wrong this is a way for americans to better accept you know something you know this is an entry-level drug to <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> i mean i look forward to hearing from other podcasters about these, the, this issue in particular. Um, we're on Twitter, we're on social media. If you agree, please. We're on Facebook, we're like on when you Instagram, we are on YouTube. Right. You can find us anywhere if you come to our website, www.blackgirlsoul.com. You can exactly. chat with us there. I talk to people on there as well. So please speak, share, talk. Tell us what you think. Right. If, and I, like I was saying, if you agree with us we love that we love to be agreed with but if you don't that might be even better because convince me like teach me because maybe this is the greatest thing since sliced bread and this is what we're supposed to be going towards i do not know and one of the things i definitely want to share just because it was a conversation that came up we had done a conversation about kim soon hall about his issues what was going on at the time because we were speaking on it as it was happening like we didn't have a Mm -hmm. story so we shared some things shared some thoughts shared some ideas and so someone immediately got on and was like I disagree with everything you said (laughs) and I was like wow wow. okay well you know so it is what it is right it is what it is but that's what I'm getting at is it's okay to disagree part of us growing part of us learning and part of and not me and something else but just in life is you're going to disagree with people and it's okay but learn how to have discourse in our disagreement and not try to debate because I'm not trying to win a point or trying to prove you wrong or prove me right but let's discuss we can talk we can have discourse it works and right I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to win the argument it's right. not an argument like civil discourse Thank like you. highlighting the civil in that discourse because <laughs> I'm like 
I can argue with you one second and then agree with you the next and you cool beans to me. Like, I'm not going to take it personally. Right. And, and so, with that, I just want to And if I do, I'll block you. If you're rude to me, I'll block you though. <laughs> I wanted to retract a, a statement because I said the man was a bad boyfriend because of certain things that were put out. I rebuke all of what I said about that portion of him and that situation. I stand by we had no business with any of that information. All of that came about because somebody was being messy and they wanted to share stuff because they were trying to sway the opinion towards their side and it got all of what it got. I'm grateful that he is back at, uh, acting again. I am grateful that he has gotten endorsements again and I hope he continues to thrive. I also just have to give him a salute and shout out for being stand-up. Instead of him trying to debate or argue, uh, as we just talked about, mm. he just said, I'm sorry, and kept it moving. And all of, look at how all of this all flowed out and came out. So, it came soon home. Okay. So, I'm a fan too, but not super yeah. fan or anything. Um, I stand by everything I said, because that's what I knew at the moment. True, like, true, true. Right. I like I'm not if if he were everything that we thought he was or whomever Kay was at that moment, yeah, I stand by what I said. Now we we got new information. We were talking at like you said at that moment with the information we had, and even when we spoke about it, we were very clear that was information we had at the moment. We said allegedly like it was going out. We outside. did, we did, we did. Right. So I'm like, yeah, if he truly had been a fuck boy, then I rebuke fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> we what we came to find out as more information came out and what was that um TMZ type dispatch yes, or something? Korean dispatch. They started breaking they started breaking it down like they had bugs in, in their house oh, <laughs> man. In, in their email that they were just straight they had all the evidence okay and it came out that he had been stand up with her now maybe he has somewhere somehow gone Woo, i'm shook i don't know but from what i read after the fact he had they, they had plenty of correspondence too where he was careful with her careful with her kind to her where she had been lying and doing all kinds of dirty deeds with him seeing other dudes i think allegedly because i can't remember for sure um had been engaged in some stuff and so it was messy and he held his head up Uh he went through the process i think there's some you know cleanup some judicious cleanup because it even if he didn't make that mess he and his team had to be involved in cleaning it up. And luckily, it did not ruin his career. Because right. that's what we were talking about. We were like, whoa, you know, we don't want someone's career to be ruined when we don't even know what's going on. Right. So good for some Ray for coming back and doing her retraction. I retract nothing. Hey. Yeah, I told y'all. She's kinder than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but big ups to the person who disagreed with us. Because... You were doing what you should be doing. So, is there anything else on right before we end this phone call? Udawan is back. Ah! Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I know. Let's talk about that. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Come on, Udawan. You know, 
So when it's got a job coming up, come um on Netflix hunting. Well, I think it's called Dog. No, it's that's what I'm saying. You know, like when you're not careful with the Koreans, they have a few different titles. So one might be the literal title, one might be the what we're gonna actually call this show, but I think it's gonna be called Dogs, if I'm not mistaken. But it's being hunting, hunting dogs is what is showing up when you do the research. But any which way, okay. they are saying the show is about these three guys who are, now there was an actual webtoon, and then the webtoon, it is two guys and a girl, but they're going to use three guys and the three guys, so somebody made me laugh because they were like, why is it always men in all the Korean dramas? Right. Like they they overcast that. men. But in which case, uh, they're basically poor and trying to figure out how to get their lives, and I think they become loan sharks to try to mm-hmm. make up for this so we'll see as it keeps coming out and details and information but it's going to be on netflix so i'm just excited for him and happy he's not having to return to the actual military base he is still officially enlisted until january 5th but he is going to stay in his home or stay wherever he is until january 5th where he's officially discharged okay so you listen, she keeps up with him. Okay. I bet she I bet she has like a phone where it shows where he's walking to when he goes to get some ice cream in a minute. <laughs> I'm not that doggone crazy, no. Let's please let's but not if, have the other coming for me. But if there was an app, would you get it? Um, maybe. What you say? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like I'm ever, well, I'm about to say like I'm ever going to be able to go there, but yeah, sure. I could look okay. on the screen and go, oh, he's a Dairy Queen, or oh, he's at the <laughs> coffee shop. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we have to add this to the list of uh, reasons why you are the ultimate fan girl. Oh. Anyway, but um, I got nothing else. If you got nothing else, we're gonna end this phone call. Is you got anything else? That is all. That is all. Okay, well, this is Black Girls Call. I am something else and Song Gray. You guys have a good one. Bye.